0: So it's film marketing, Pascal, and you already made the allusion to the time-travelling phone box. We're not talking about time-travelling police boxes, we're talking about time-travelling phone boxes. We've already had a reference to music today, we've had those transistor radios, we've had Bruce Springsteen singing Born to Run. We are going to talk about Bill and Ted Face the Music.
1: What do you think? Oh, I am so excited. He's taking every <laughs> ounce of my body not to say no way to you or to do uh, the air guitar uh, kind of movement and so on. Uh, what an incredible uh, story we're going to share with you. So just in case you don't know about Bill and Ted, where have you been for the last you know, 20, 30 years? But uh, William Bill S. Preston, ex and Ted Theodore Logan are now middle-aged men who have failed to create the song that can unite the world and time and space is about to collapse. Only one thing for it, Bill and Ted decide to jump inside the time-traveling fun booth to steal the song from their future selves. And as we've learned from previous episodes of Bill and Ted, if you steal from yourself, it's not theft.
0: (laughs) Do you know, I love time-travel films. I just, there's something about it, it, it 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 just gets into your head doesn't it that the complexity of the of of the ramifications of what people are actually trying to do now we we've talked about back to the future before and obviously films like terminator there's a time travel thing there and and it's it is that paradox isn't it it's you go into the past if you go into the past to murder your father before you were born then how could you have been born to go back into the past to murder your father therefore you didn't murder him, therefore you would have been born, therefore you would have been able to and by the time you get into that circular <laughs> logic, you you absolutely destroy your, you know, your thought processes. But I, I mean, this is a comedy. This is a comedy. And and the original Bill and Ted was a time travel. They were going back in their phone book into into time. And the whole idea is that they will eventually create a rock group that puts together this piece of music which unites the society and and the story is pretty much the same it's just that they still haven't managed to write that song
1: so in preparation for this podcast roger i try very hard to keep away from spoilers because we're not yep. very lucky in the uk we don't have the film on video on demand or pay-per-view depending on which acronym you prefer so it is out in the cinema the uh, movie was released actually uh, late august you had a bit of a troubled scheduling um kind of plan but that's understandable i think it was originally scheduled to be released on 21st of august really got excited then they say oh don't worry we've got it early for you on the 14th oh sorry now it's going to have to be late now on the 28th of august so as ever um film goers and and fans have had to be very very patient that's understandable and that's not in terms of day change roger that's not been as dramatic as some other blockbusters out there
0: yeah yeah i mean i think what i need to do before i go to see this one is actually to go back and watch the first two because it must be, it must be ten years at least since I've seen though these films. Um, but what 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 do you think of the actual marketing they're doing now that they have got the 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 launch on
1: on the go? Well, I think they played. I think they've played a very clever game. What I mean by that, I don't want to give them credit if that's not really their doing. <laughs> but so it begins in Christmas 2019. You know, we are we are announced obviously that the movie is about to be to be released. You know, and with the first posters and images, and Alex Winter, who plays obviously uh, Bill, uh, also shared it on, on Twitter. Uh, and and what we know is that they were really really keen to release the movie in the summer to catch that summer mark. So, in February, the teaser poster and a new version of the trailer was out. Um, then, a month later, of course, COVID happened. So, they had to kind of release then the second trailer without giving too much away. And, of course, made the decision for US only for now to go on video on demand. So, it was a very safe uh, marketing bet. But that's because, of course, what they could rely on is the fan base who got so excited about. Bill and Ted faced to music that they couldn't resist but go back to the first two, Bill and Ted: Excellent Adventure 1989 and Bill and Ted's Borges Journey in 1991. Sorry, I'm laughing because I'm remembering scenes as I'm talking to you, Roger. <laughs> it's making me laugh when they, they're actually taking on death, you know, playing um, a battleship and stuff like that. And... What happened really is that suddenly everybody from Mark Commode, you know, my go to film critic, all the way to the, the local film buffs, created retrospectives videos on YouTube. So we made a comment earlier about the 5 billion views daily. In the space of a month, fans around the world creating nothing short of 24,000 videos looking back at the first Bill and Ted uh, movies.
0: I mean, that's incredible, isn't it? But again, they're tapping, I mean, the studio won't have paid very many of those people for producing (laughs) those videos. I mean, there's possibly some of the people with bigger um, subscriber lists may have got some sort of payment for doing it. But I I expect that out of those 24,000 videos, most of them were done for free. And yet, Just think of the word of mouth that's created for this film. I mean, they're tapping into the nostalgia. They're tapping into the fan base. You know, I'm surprised, you know, and we're doing it as well. So we're adding to that. Um, And, you know, you should never underestimate the power of of YouTube. And and again, as you said, 5 billion views a day. It's the second biggest search engine after Google. Um, And, and of course, people are going to type in, Bill and Ted and they're going to come across these retrospective reviews and it's going to point people towards Seeing uh, this it's new just going
1: to fuel the appetite. So, you know, my comment to you, he, you know, who needs marketing when you have fans <laughs> like this? Yeah. And 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 there's also obviously contributions. So, Alex Winter, uh, as you know, has moved on to film production. Uh, Was Keanu has remain as a film performance? You could argue. So, he's very active on, on the socials, and even did in May when I, I think they knew that they were have to delay till August. So, to keep the fan kind of engaged, he also did a, a bit of a competition on social media where people had to essentially um, imitate you on know, the the air guitar playing of the one stallions for a bit of a cameo on you know kind of uh, tucked away tv screens you know doing the the main the main story of Bill and Ted face to music the the fans are also going crazy about potential easter eggs so where there would be objects scenes characters and more from the first two Um, so I, I think this movie is going to be talked about for quite some time
0: yeah, and and it will undoubtedly create another series of unforgettable memes. I guess mm. you know because there's always the things you can remember from the first two films, like the way they sing "Bohemian Rhapsody" by Queen. You know the, the telephone box. I mean, it's it's a straight rip off of the TARDIS out of Doctor Who, although it's not bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. But that is effectively what it is—a time traveling um, telephone box. So I can't wait to see what the cultural references are that they've built into this new film.
1: What is interesting, you mentioned that the music, so I mean, I don't remember but I must have watched the VHS cassette because back in eighty nine ninety one those movies were out when I was working in the in the video store. I mean I must have watched those movies so many times because they would just lift your spirits and and the acting was so on point in terms of, you know, the goofy Californians and so on living in San Dimas. Um, people don't like the second one i like it a lot actually it's a much smarter storyline potentially that's mm-hmm. why it disconnected with a much younger audience but the way they take on death and the way they actually you know uh, possess you know uh, his dad's body and he pretends to be Keanu Reeves you know uh, uh, ted and so on it's just some beautiful moments in that but in terms of the music um the soundtrack for Bill and Ted's music is out already so another uh-huh. maybe a form of marketing roger Um, They've used more, obviously, current bands, including one that you introduced me to, uh, Weezer. Ah,
0: yeah. Now, I I, I wonder whether I should actually go and have a look at that track list or whether I should leave it to be surprised. Because if I see some songs on there that I like, then it might ruin, ruin the film for me a little bit. So I don't know what
1: to do. No, absolutely. So in terms of film marketing, I'm wondering whether the message we can extract you know, from, from this is this idea of don't be afraid to go back to some of your previous content, either yourself, and revisit it to maybe show that your thinking has moved on or to show that you know things are as equal as they were and then is there a message within the film so what we have here is obviously our two heroes who are now middle-aged men who have not accomplished their goal maybe because of a number of things that has gotten away and is it back to this idea of it's never too late or don't wait mm-hmm. too long what do you think? Mm-hmm.
0: I think you're right. I think you're right. The, the 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 films were always hopeful, weren't they? And aspirational. And and no doubt that that will still be in the new film and the fact they haven't achieved their goal, I'm sure that by the end of it <laughs> they'll have achieved something. And, and 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 yeah, you know, absolutely. We talk about all the time on this podcast consistency of content and repurposing of content and of course you should go back to what you've already done and tweak it bring it up to date rewrite it re-image it whatever it is but yeah we can take some strong lessons from bill and ted so i'm really looking forward to seeing this one
1: oh do you know i think our audience has kind of gathered that that you and i are <laughs> super, pretty excited i mean we, we are film buffs and we would watch and my mum used to say to me when i was younger you're happy as long as it moves and makes sounds that's true i watch anything but i have to say at this moment in time, with what we're going through, this is going to be the movie to cheer everyone up.
0: Yeah, I think we all need a little bit of cheering up, Pascal, don't we? We all need a little bit of cheering up. So, I think that brings us to the end of another episode of Two Geeks oh, no. and a Marketing Podcast. You know, we sh- we could get back into the time-travelling <laughs> phone box and go back and talk about another film, but we'll we'll leave that for the next episode. So, That just leaves me to say thank you, as always, everybody, for watching the show or listening to the show if you listen to the audio version of Two Geeks in a Marketing Podcast. Please subscribe, leave us comments where you consume your content, and until next time, let's ask you to go out there and make sure that your marketing is done right. I was Roger Edwards, and he was Pascal Fintoni.